Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a psych rewatch podcast. I'm Reeves. Wow, this is like the first time no one's said anything during this intro. So like doing the whole thing is now weird to me. But I'm Reeves. And these are my um, other hosts, additional hosts, George and JP. What's up, psych boys? What's up? What's up? How we doing? Hello. Hello. Psych boys are back for a brand new year, baby. Brand new year. Psych is back. Tell a friend. How was your plute year, boys? Can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a good 2022, to be honest. Um, and uh, hopefully I'm gonna run that into 2023. I feel like 2022 was really the year of George. Mm-hmm. The so, year of so I guess it is only downhill from there. <laughs> Heard of the summer of George. This was the year of it George. Was the year of it George. was it was it was man. Speaking of the summer of George Reeks, how's that uh how's that Seinfeld poll going? Oh man, it was you know, it's a, a great segue. And I thought about uh bringing it up, but you know, now that we're talking about it, I will mention it's going well. It's going well. Um, not as, not as good of a turnout as the Simpsons one, but you know, it's, it's picking up steam. It's picking up steam. That's really I, really, really, I really myself have not been voting as a non Seinfeld watcher. Yes. I, know, I yeah. also have not been participating or voting because oh. Seinfeld don't have strong opinions about it. George, can yeah, I ask yeah. you something? Did yeah. you watch the menu? Not yet. Oh, I did. I'm very right. interested to talk to you and, uh, I, We'll just leave it at that. Hey, hey JP, they, I'm Reeves. I, I was gonna Did say, Oh my god, really, Reeves? Did you watch it? Yeah, but you don't want to hear what uh, I thought about it. I no, Reeves, I, what did you think about it? No, I really I liked just, it. I just but, I defaulted to assuming that you have not seen it. No, I understand though, because like when you list. guys like when it comes to like talking about movies though, like you guys like J, JP and George, you guys are like you know, sipping brandy out of out of crystal, <laughs> discussing film. I would never. And like me, I'm like chopping it up with like the dumbasses over at the acid mine around the water cooler. Like I that, love hanging like... out at the acid mine. <laughs> that's my favorite water cooler. That I, is... always find, I always find your, you have such insightful comments on the movies that we watch together. Oh my God, I, thank you. I really, I, I think I'm you... sorry. I'm sorry that George is making you feel this way. I really, <laughs> really appreciate your opinion on movies. That's how I feel. I'm sorry that JP is no, diminishing my I feelings. Feel. That's how I feel. Uh, but no, I liked it though. I did really like it. Um, I, it uh, I would really like to talk to you guys after, uh, after George watches it, but I was, um, yeah, no spoilers. And, and I also I watched that the same weekend that I watched The Invitation, which is that's good. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it it exists in the same space, and that one was fun too. The 2015 one, right? 20 uh, Karen Krasama. Uh, no, the 2022. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, what's not, her name? Not, and, not and Natalie Emanuel, uh, vampire. Class warfare movie. It's good. I saw yeah. that that uh, came yeah. out. Didn't actually see anything about it. The 2015 invitation is a goddamn banger, though. I'll tell you that for free. free. I really appreciate wow. your. Free Normally, free I charge for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I appreciate the free tips because I'm uh, a horror <laughs> consultant. That's how I get paid the big bucks. Before yeah, we what? get too far away from it, I had a funny joke that I wanted to say. Please. You were saying I've heard of the summer of George. Okay. So yeah. how is how is how is ago. the right? I know it, I really have been holding on to this one. I felt good about it though. 
He was saying, so how's the tournament going? I was going to say, speaking of the Summer of George, Riggs, how's the dog talking to you going? <laughs> oh, the, the Summer of Sam. Summer of Sam, yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good. I like it. Because yeah. there so, is a son of, and you wouldn't even know this being a non-Seinfeld watcher, but there was pretty much a whole episode um, referencing the son of Sam. So wow. there you go. Wow. Well, I, all of this aside, Reeves, I really want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for coming on. Oh my God. Thank really you. Really appreciate it. Psych Boys um, are back for the Plute year. Happy Plute year. Um, and before we get started, I got, I got there's a couple of questions we got at the top of the episode now. It's just the new rule we got to ask. So, Reeves, let me ask you something. As we get into this episode, is Harry Spencer in this episode? Oh, Harry Spencer is actually not in this episode. He was in, I believe. No. Yeah, he's only in it a couple times this season, but no, this is all Henry. All right. And is anyone from a sex cult in this episode? That is, um, I'm going to go with the soft no, but soft I'm going to put, no? put, put an asterisk <laughs> next to it. Because again, the research that, you know, is put into answering that question is um, brought up a lot of problems for me personally. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to answer. But look, Riggs doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, he got contacted by the FBI about mm-hmm. his sex cult <laughs> searches. And um, he said, haha, female body inspector. I get it. Yeah. And then that went back and forth. I did that a few times. Yeah. And they're like, no. I mean, it's a classic, it's a classic <laughs> joke, dude. It's FBI. Yeah. He should have identified himself better if he didn't want you to think he was from the. The good FBI. Right. If he didn't want you to think that he was a shirt hanging in a boardwalk, <laughs> like a emporium. Yeah. How That's dare you attack my culture? Okay. Spencer's Those are my people. Gifts, circa 1995. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, and, and as we get into it and reads, I want to know the name of the episode and what the episode is about. But mm-hmm. everyone be on the lookout. We cannot promise that Diane Twist will make an appearance, but you mm. never know. She likes to show up. She's got a standing invitation to the Zoom room, which I don't know how she got that. But yeah, we'll see if she shows up. But yes, this episode, we should get to it, is the 12th episode of season four. It's a very Juliet episode. And it really is, you know? (laughs) I do know. Do you know? Because that's actually one of the beeps I might have with it. So, um, but anyway, Juliet goes to the train station to meet her old college boyfriend. He doesn't show. She then inadvertently exposes a dark and closely guarded secret that he is a member of the witness protection program and uh, hired Gus to, to search him out. Sean finds it out. And yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what happens in this episode. We'll, 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 we can touch on more, but right away, what did you guys think of it? Someone else go first. No, someone else go first. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. And I'm I'm open to um being swayed on this, but it... yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't um, know. I just I I'm I'm very it's, nebulous it's, at the moment. It's wow. it, it it's a it's a rom com setup for mm. the framework of the episode, and I just found it trite and tired and. I, I, they didn't even like fully explore the emotional relationship ramifications of everything and instead like just kind of shoehorned a rom-com plot into it it wasn't my favorite um i, I i'm interested to see if they because there there are bits and pieces that were good gust great in this episode but um out of the gate 
wasn't one of my favorites. Wow. I'm surprised to hear, I'm surprised to hear you say that because I, well, not surprised, but I mean, it was not a, uh, one of my all time favorites, but I like this one. I like this. Uh, and I, but the one gripe I did have with it is that they call it a very Juliet episode. I don't know if it was a very Juliet episode to be good. To... No, it's very, uh, uh, what's his fuzz, Sammy Sever or whatever. The guy, the one guy. But it was really like Sean and Gus, too. It was like it morphed into one of their usual cases. But I thought it was really funny. I thought there was a lot of really good jokes, like considering this, like how serious the case was they were trying to make it out to be. I thought there were some really good jokes in it. Um, I was, you know, you felt for Jules. I like the cold open where she's going. It was very cheesy rom-com. But like, you know, she, I was sad for her when when she's sitting there in the dark in the train station. all alone. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, I'm sad for her. I think it I think it felt a little desperate and pathetic. And mm. that's just not how I see Jules. Right. And so her like getting all gussied up, looking real pretty, looking real cool, wearing cool clothes, they're like for this big moment, he doesn't show up, but they made her seem I don't know. That's just not how I see Juliet. I, I guess I, you're, I, I, I can see what you're saying. And I do think it's funny too that they were both like in that scene where they were leaving each other. I wrote down that they were both pretty like happy and cheerful that whole time. Yeah. Like, and they yeah. were like ending their college. Like this is their college love. And like, they're not going to see each other for maybe ever. It's and they're been just 10 like, years already. I know. They're just like smiling. And no, no, this is before, like in the flashback oh. scene when they're like leaving, like when they're in college. Oh, well, they already talked about it. I know they were, they just, <laughs> they just handled it in a really way too mature for college. They waved it away. Way. They waved it away. I know. I college girlfriend who i love left like like it was like the last we knew it was the last time we were going to see each other for maybe forever mm. and like it was just nothing but tears it was sad it was not like hey ooh, we'll, we'll see each other in like 10 years oh it's been long oh it's seven years yeah like, like smiling and making plans like come on like where's the tears where's like oh, yeah. the like you know like the loud crying you know you like, come up with that plan so much earlier anyway because yeah. Jesus Christ there's so many details to work out and then make sure that you memorialize in a written agreement that both people sign and gets notarized by a notary public I mean this is just ridiculous mm -hmm. I think Not though that that doesn't sound like this show mm. and maybe that means that this just isn't a good concept for an episode wow because I think you're right that it's not working 100%. And if the fixes that you're asking for are to just morph it into something completely different, like, I don't want to see Juliet fucking weeping about her boyfriend leaving. That sounds fucking terrible. That's definitely not who she is either. I'm at least more willing to believe that she's, like, willing to throw herself into, like, the romanticism of uh like meeting up with someone that after 10 years and everything and you know sure it's a cliche but if anything i would say that maybe in college is the exact time to be like oh this is perfect we'll have this cliche that'll actually work out for us um but, yeah except like then seven years later and you're still following through with it and you're like heartbroken and desperate if it doesn't work out like it's a child i don't think she was heartbroken and desperate i think it was more of a curiosity type thing like like we she's a police officer a detective you would, you would text them and be like hey I was she went looking for his number she couldn't find anything that's well, the whole point 
She didn't know that until she showed up. She didn't try to reach out to him in advance. Oh, right. Well, because that was going to be the surprise. That was the whole romanticism of it. She said he says that in her whole I mean, and she even says in the in like their stories of their relationship, they both make these big grand gestures of breaking up the set of for Dumbo. (laughs) <laughs> that fucking dumbass story <laughs> or uh, or or may or you know doing stuff like this i don't know I, if i didn't expect to be on the defending this side but i thought that at least the setup works a little bit especially because look if i was as hot as jules <laughs> and i got stood up i would be like what the fuck happened to this guy yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I think you guys are really focused, like zeroing in on the rom com part of it. And I agree, it's a total misfire for a Jules backstory episode because, like, they they they, they try to do that. If they would have just made him a recurring character or something like that, or someone that comes up more than it's clearly just a one off. Like, I feel they get they give Lassie Buzz more, was gone. Yeah, they give Lassie more backstory in like one line than they do Juliet in the entire series. Like in the that's a spoiler, but like I think in the in the next episode, Lassie says something to like, "Oh, that's where I used to practice figure skating." Or and then he corrects himself saying ice hockey. Like that's more <laughs> than I feel like we even know about Juliet. And then they try to do a whole Juliet episode, and then they set it up with this big rom com, but then it quickly becomes something completely else. It completely. Uh, it, it becomes like just a, a case about the witness protection program. Yeah, and I like, agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And then they kind of abandon the whole rom-com thing until the end when they just do the exact same thing. Also, that guy is like a fucking black hole of charisma. hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Terrible. That's probably why it was. I kept wondering if he really was a football player because he had no, <laughs> like, no chops whatsoever, no charisma. The only guy that uh, the the guy in prison who's that we should talk about him. What's his name? Um, I'm surprised uh, no one's brought the him. Billy Zanian guy. Billy Zanian guy, and it's funny. I'll, I'm just gonna say one of the uh, the P corners right now because that has something to do with it. But that guy, what's his? I'm looking this up. Uh, Arnold Vosloos, Voslu. That's the mummy. Arnold Vosloo, yeah. yeah. So correct. he. There's a little Mandela effect going on. So um, in the episode, Sean refers to him when he's like when they're talking in the in the prison scene about his Billy Zanian qualities. And uh, it's a nod to the popular misconception that Billy Zane was the actor who portrayed um, uh, Emotep in the movie wow. The Mummy Returns when it was actually him. So <laughs> sorry to spoil yeah, your I really stepped on your Stepped wow. on your pee right no, there. No, no, that was uh, that was <laughs> you're, per- you're gonna perfect segue you. into it. Yeah, I have to wash off. Yeah, um, a lot of pee there. One last thing Must about be. the setup that I wanted to say, which is that okay. I thought it was very funny that the Frank's guy has his own band so that he can have them do a song about being stood up. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, all right, slot that in. Yeah, like, all right, that's funny. Oh, that was them. I mean, it's got to be right. I think so. Wait, they say it in the. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Pausing for dramatic effect. The song playing when Juliet is waiting for Scott in the train station is strung out by Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Hmm. Steve From Perry. Journey. From Journey. Journey. That can't be right. Well, it is right. It's it on the very, Psych Wiki. Very, yes, very much. Oh, well, it's the Psych Wiki said. It's like Wiki says it, and we have to adhere and to it. And they've that. never the... been wrong before about pineapples. Well, <laughs> the Bible of this show. 
you know, okay. and like, you know, far be it okay. from us. Far be it from us. Um, also, you know, you mentioned Lassie. He seems to be in a fucking terrible place right now. Christ, my dude is uh, not doing so hot over there. His advice to Jules is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> All romance and is a despair. Yeah. I'm glad this happened to you so that you could learn. <laughs> Yikes, Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> I like too how like Jules uh, confides in Gus, and I thought that like, that was another kind the vault of, of secrets. The, the vault of secrets, and that was I do love the vault of secrets. They were kind of setting it up for potentially like a Jules and Gus type of deal, where Sean maybe takes a back seat in this episode. But Not I think it's just funny it. that Gus immediately tells Sean like what he like just lie, just say Magic you're doing something do else. It. Yeah, he can't do it. He immediately tells Sean what he's doing. And for who? And of course, Sean's going to involve himself. Well, he saw it, right? Didn't he like look over his shoulder and see uh, the name? He psyched yeah. it. Yep. He it. Terrible psych. the, the, the second Sean walks in that room, you're closing out of that tab. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. you know, it just you know, well rookie mistake by Gus. Someone's yeah. never had a boss, huh? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. He, he, I mean, look, he, he should have all tabbed it. He should have all tabbed it. I guess. There's some, funny, there's some funny parts of this episode, though, to the yeah. biscuit lady. The mentalist joke, that was funny. The mentalist joke was good. Um, was like, oh, he does the thing. And then yeah. He goes, yeah, he doesn't do that. You I think know, it looks pretty cool when have. Simon Baker does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Baker doesn't do that. Um, the biscuit lady that Lassie made out with at the, the company picnic. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. oh, one Sean joke that I really liked was like when he's like, I know about honor. I have a bootleg copy of Saving Pride Rock. Private Ryan at home. I thought that wow. was a really good Sean joke. Classic irony. <laughs> and I think the the case and like the, the the crime itself is good if you remove like the it, it should have been another episode. They shouldn't have tried to make this like a Julia backstory episode. It should have just been something else. I feel like uh, it also felt very rushed, probably because it was trying to jam in the Juliet stuff too. Yeah, where it's right. like if they just like happened to like across this case. And they were like, oh, this guy got chased out of witness protection program. We just avoid that whole issue, that whole lead in. Then we get time to develop why this guy fucking gives a shit and like all the stuff that he had with his partner. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, it was him. But like a, a federal agent, like setting like, you know, uh, covering up a murder and everything like that. And then yeah. put some guy in bar and then the, the witness protection guy is on trial and like, you know, tr- threatened to get murdered. Like that's an int- that's wow. interesting. In a way, me. the system it itself rushed, is on yeah. trial. Wow. 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 You're right. It is. Yeah, I know. I know I'm right. Well, I'm interested to see where we're going to rank this. Um, do we? Wait, I'm, not done. To... I'm not done. Yeah, I'm still going here. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. First thing, please. Sliding down that tree seems like a fucking nightmare. Oh my god! <laughs> Terrible. Super painful. Super painful. Truly, I, I mean, I think that just dropping and like falling would be would be preferable. Can I? Um, uh, another little pea corner. This is going to be sporadic, but since you brought up the tree scene. Um, little factual air here when uh, when they're looking for the bullet, Gus should uh, Gus suggests Sean is looking too low because trees grow. But in fact, trees go vertically by adding new cells at the top of the tree. They will add rings and get water around the trunk. But a bullet in a tree would be at the same height five years later as the day it was shot. So it would not be higher. Factual air. Terrible, terrible All show. Right. All right, cinema sins. <laughs> get, get the fuck out of here. Terrible show. 
thought it was a good. Uh, it's under the goofs section. No, I, I don't like that. Like, don't like bring the, don't bring a goof in here. Gotta bring that goof. In. No, get that goof out of my face. Gotta bring the goof. That's in. bullshit. I got one more goof, but suspension it's a of, little later. Suspension of disbelief right. in that instance. Give it, what's the other goof? Give the goof. I'll give it the goof. You want me to give no the goof goofs? Now? No, just kidding. Go this ahead. one's Bring this one's actually goof. really this one's actually pretty funny. Um, it's an audiovisual unsynchronized goof. Um, so I didn't realize this until I I rewound and watched it. When I actually I was this. I lettered in un, <laughs> I lettered in unsynchronized goof in, in high school. <laughs> wow! So this must have just like you must have like jumped up when you saw this. Yeah, I was really stoked. <laughs> when Lassiter arrests the federal marshal, uh, in the end he responds uh, when he, when the when the marshal says, "You idiot! I'm a federal agent." And Lassiter says, "Not anymore." Whoa. When Lassiter says, "Not anymore," his mouth is clearly shut. So it's a little audio goof on that end. It's funny too when you rewind it and watch it. His mouth is it's shut, and it's funny. He's like anymore. What is he like? Uh, is that uh, Jeff Dunham? Wow, you know, working him like like that's what I thought. So Reese. See, you're coming in hot on this episode and how good it is, and then you're just like, but also they made these. Absolutely unforgivable error. I think the goofs are fun to mention. No, I will mention boo. that. I think the goofs are fun, and it's like, hey, I didn't really have so anything else. Lower because of these goofs. I, was, yeah. I didn't wow. really have anything else for the peak corner, and I had to mention something. So. I uh, yeah, now I hate this show and episode in general. Mm-hmm. I liked. It. I didn't hate it. I liked it. No, I I liked it until you read the goofs, and now wow. that was right there. I was I was about to give it uh, a ten out of ten, and yeah. Now- there's there was some unsynced around. audio. Get that shit. Get this <laughs> show off my television. Made a mistake about science that wasn't accurate with actual science. Uh-uh. I hate this show. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's you, you know are. it's funny because I tune into the show to learn about the way that bullets and trees interact. <laughs> and you know, the interactions between Gus and Sean is fine. That's icing. That's, but I'm tuning in for tree talk, baby. And if they get weird. that wrong, what the fuck am I even doing here? Well, you the too. only reason I watch this show is because I always enjoy how well the sound is edited so that the people yes. match up with what they're saying. Every time I say, I say, I know it will be perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, what you're saying, if what you're saying is you don't want the pee break anymore, then I will pee in a toilet like everyone else. No, dude, you keep, you're you, blurry you as fuck right now, too. Yeah, why are you so blurry? I don't know why I'm blurry. Why are you so blurry, Reeks? Why so blurry? I don't know. Why so blurry? You want to know how I got these blurs? <laughs> Pretty good. Joe, for just us, because no one else can see us. Oh, some people just want to watch the world blur. That's so true. Blur. I don't know why I am blurry, but we should gosh-gosh, though. All right, fine. We should gosh-gosh. What, uh, JP? You have the keeper of the list. I don't know who's up keeper first. Keeper of the list. All right, up first on the Gus Gush, this week will be George. It's me. Good. I'm glad because I didn't want anyone to take this one first. And I'm going to say my Gus Gush is that he's right to use list price for his shirt. <laughs> and I'm coming down as Team Gus on this. Wow. And I'm saying that if I was telling someone the value of a shirt, that I'm starting at list price. I might then go on to say, by the way, I got this on sale. It was a great deal. But if I'm starting out and saying, hey, you fucked up right. my... $70 shirt or whatever the fuck it was. What it's worth. Yeah. What it's worth. You start at list price. What you well, normally would have to buy 
uh, what you normally have to pay for it. You can't guarantee like, that sales going on when you're yeah, talking about I, it. One hundred percent. Absolutely right. Uh, list price is look. Value is absolutely imaginary anyway. Right. So if there's a list price, that's the value of the item. Okay? I think that Sean is lucky that he didn't add sentimental value on top of it. He is lucky. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is All a right. Good one. All right. And the next up is going to be JP. That's me. I really loved when he referred to himself as the Vault of Secrets. And then he did the fist bump. That was really weird. And he ended up putting his hand on top of the fist of piles. And then he runs into a door. And that was just a great Gus moment for me. I really, that just encapsulates everything that is Gus. I loved it. JP, that's mine too. I wrote down. Nice. Like, uh, yeah, the, it was a great slapstick moment when you know it's it, that always works for me. Him the, 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 trying to seem all hard and cool, and like then he just walks into a door. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic, classic Gus. Mm-hmm. Classic Gus. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so classic. Um. Well, let me ask you guys a second. Did you spot a Did you guys spot a pineapple? Did you spot a pineapple? Spot a pineapple. No, did I didn't. You spot a pineapple, did you, sir. Did you, George, did you spot a pineapple? Did I spot a pineapple, sir? Let me tell you, JP, I forgot about this challenge until the very end of the episode, and wow. then it was too late, and so the uh, answer is no. <laughs> okay, I was looking. I did not spot a pineapple. Reeves, I think I heard you, but go ahead and say. No, I did not spot a pineapple. All right, here's what we got, and this I think this is fair. When Scott... Gus and Sean are walking through the warehouse to the room where the agent was shot. You can see the shadow of a pineapple on a window in the next room. I saw that. I this. feel like that's yeah, there. That's None of us got that one. That's kind of a bullshit one. I saw that when I was looking up the trivia for this episode, I saw that and it was like, this is bullshit. I'm not like, that's, that's, that's seems, insane to count like a shadow of a pineapple. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not right. No. All right. So the scores do not change, but let me go ahead and read the rankings as we do every week. So in first place is George with 10 pineapples. Second place, JP with seven pineapples. Third place, Reeves with six pineapples. Fourth place, Claire with one pineapple from A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And bringing up the rear, Nate and Dace tied with zero pineapples. Wow. Wow. And we're getting close. Mm. Yep. We're yep, only a few six, more episodes left. Episode this... seasons, right? Yeah, yeah there's only a few more there. episodes left. Wow. Now, Nate, Dace, this is the time you need to jump in. You're gonna, if you want to beat Claire, this is when you do it. Yeah, because like the 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 prize for last place is pretty... paying us paying us ten dollars each. Yes, exactly. That's what it. Thank God, I had nothing. So thank you for thank you for saying something. Well. We just gotta. All we have to do is just rank this out of pineapples. Speaking of pineapples, right? So we go in the same order. Rank this out of pineapples. Rank this out of ten pineapples. Don't don't. Oh. Okay. Don't make me look look like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) My apologies. That was a goof. That was (laughs) put that in the IMDb goof. We heard about Pluto. Wait, it's the blue year. The blue year. Well, George, go ahead. You're, uh, you're boy, oh boy, boys. This feels like the definition of a five to me. Wow. Like I am just so truly neutral on this episode. I do not care about it at all in either direction. Um, it's like it doesn't really do anything amazing or terribly. I think. Like I, I think you guys were being a little hard on the opening, to be honest. Um, 
I don't think that I it's as it bad. Was, I said it was good. I remember Reek saying explicitly that he fucking hated it and that he <laughs> yeah, thought he it did. was terrible. And he specifically yep. called out the acting as being truly atrocious. And I thought I believe he said Adolf Hitler esque. Yeah, no, it was bizarre. No, we gotta put the listeners on this. Listeners. Uh, yeah, um, I remember that too. <laughs> oh shit, Diane Tweet. <laughs> Diane, Diane, how are you this evening? I'm fine. It was crazy when that guy revealed himself to be the one who was the murderer. Remember that? And it was a frame a frame job. Crazy. Oh, what a twist. You scare me every time I see you in the Zoom. It's 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 just startling. I I lurk like a gargoyle <laughs> yeah, in the ceiling. Do. Yeah. I thought that was a I thought that was a gargoyle. Turns out it was not. <laughs> it's a it's a, a twist goyle. Um, a twist, Goyle. Thank you, Diane Tweest. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, Diane. We love you. She's great. Wow. I, I didn't think she was going to show she up, but great. she did. She is and... really, I love her and everything, including our podcast. Yeah. She's, yeah. It's crazy that she doesn't have anything else to do. Yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. Or that she makes time for us, makes time yeah. for the little people. Yeah, That's so true. I'm coming down as a five. I th- I just don't care about this episode, to be honest. Solid five. Solid five. I'm going to jump in right away. I am going with a hard four point. Five, I think this one actually detracts from the brand. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. You guys, you did sway me because I was coming in like I wasn't coming in like super high, but I was coming in around like the six ish area on this episode because it wasn't an all timer. It wasn't great. It was very mid to me, but I thought it was more good than bad overall. I did think it was very funny. There's some things that did work. And I think if you didn't make this a Juliet episode, it would be a lot better. Yeah, uh, but they were trying to probably do too much, and they, they still don't have a way. Like they, like I said, they haven't given, they haven't given Juliet a good backstory yet. They have, like they, they do. I feel like in the future episodes with you know uh, future re- semi recurring guest stars, but as of now, it's been it's been very weak. And this as an attempt to do, uh, it, you didn't like John Cena? Oh, John Cena, yeah. So I guess they're trying to do, it. but even that too. Like we talked about that, like the. The chemistry of them as brother and sister, and it was it be kind of became more. As I recall, I liked that episode. <laughs> I like that episode too, but like they're I don't know they're cramming it in to me when they're 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 doing more for. I mean, how how else are you gonna do it though? How like like the I, way they do it with Lassie? Like I said, like, like Lassie, Lassie also the- gets. I mean, I Lassie also gets like a jammed in episode though. Like he, I agree that they're not executing it as well here. Right. But but this is just the way it goes for these side characters is like once a season or whatever, they get the episode where it's su- supposed to be about them. And for Lassie, I agree that it was executed much better when it's like the episode about him, like getting divorced or whatever. And they're trying to cheer him up like that's a better episode about yeah. one of these side characters. That's but true. but I just don't. How else are you going to do it? I, if maybe, you're not just going to jam in like, oh, here's their brother or whatever, like it, suddenly in town. Maybe it comes down to the dialogue for me. And like, I think they give Lassie more more backstory and like quirky one off dialogue than like Juliet to me is just more like supplementary to the plot, I guess. And, 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 and I, I, I agree with that. I think up to this point, they really have made Jules more of a function of moving the plot forward in most ter- most instances where they were like let's make let's make lassie zany let's, right uh-huh. let's say something like oh yeah well you know that's what happens when you feed your golden retriever sh- uh, shredded wheat and it's like what what <laughs> huh um What's going on? yeah yeah all right i guess that's true and i will say to, to put a ranking on this i'm going to go with a five and a half 5.5 5 pineapples yeah. 
right in the middle for the average and to close it out i the 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 comedic writing i think is very is hitting its stride with this show in this season Mm. like right around this point they're putting out some banger episodes coming out dare i say but i i think the jokes are are really good really good i'm laughing out loud several times i will say i one thing i forgot to mention that i did laugh at was i've been watching a lot of these bond movies lately Mm. and uh same at the end he's we're like the same, we're the same speed yeah yeah and he's like oh funny like oh i hate the speeches that these villains do and i thought it was funny for them to not only like have the ironic haha he's doing a speech about how he hates speeches but then i was like good for you sean when he didn't waste any time he's like i'm not letting this get any further he jumps into action slaps a gun out of his hand slaps that guy's face mm-hmm. made me laugh it yeah, definitely it had some some funny jokes. And I think that that's why it is coming in at a five for me. I don't think I'm going to change my score because right. I think that there are some funny jokes and um, that's why I feel neutral about yeah. it. I mean, it's a solid score. It's, it's not a failing grade. And last thing, the uh, in that scene that you mentioned where he kicks the gun out of his hand and he jumps up, that was uh, that line was apparently ad-libbed by James Roday when, dude, did you see what I just did? Mm. <laughs> I did see it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was pretty good. Well, that's it. Um, George, do you want to tell them where they can find us before we get out of here? They can find us at Heard Pluto Pod on Twitter and Heard About Pluto Pod on gmail.com. Wow. Yes, they can. Uh, find us there. Give us a good rating and tell us if you see a pineapple. We often give listener assignments in our recordings <laughs> and, uh, you know, they happen hashtag. all they're done all the time they're done all the time we put a hashtag on them so just keep an eye out for that uh give us a rating and we'll see you next fortnight bye bye okay.